You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is the Philadelphia 76ers postgame show. Villa Unite. Got again, Marco Bellinelli. It's Brady Triples in Philadelphia. The Sixers postgame show right now on 97.5 The Fanatic. The Philadelphia 76ers take game number three in the Eastern Conference playoffs in their series against the Miami Heat, winning 128 108, hello all. This is Post Game Show. I'm Devon Givens here with you live from the Sixers Radio Network. But right now we head back to American Airlines Arena for the winning head coach, Brett Brown. Protective lens in there as well. And, you know, for him to come back under those uh, terms in that situation and produce the results that he produced and help lead us to a road playoff win, I'm very, very proud of him. I think at one point uh, earlier this season, closing out fourth quarters was a big thing that you guys were working on. Um, can you kind of walk us through how you saw things came together and what that says about the growth of the team now to do that uh, on the road and close a game out like that? I mean, we, we've always tried to, you know, base our program and base our mind and our mindset on defense. And I thought that in the first half, both teams were scoring uh, pretty pretty easily, you know, you felt like the physicality of the game, but it really didn't translate into the scoreboard when you look at, you know, both teams heading the mid-60s at the end of the first half. And I thought that we fouled too much in that first half. The game was physical, but I thought in general our defense and especially our fourth quarter defense to hold that team at home to 14 points to close out the, the game to your point. I, I go straight to our defense. Brett, can you also talk about how your team responded to the physical play? I mean, I give so much credit to the Miami Heat in regards to the, 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 their culture. I respect their culture, and I certainly respect their, their history. And, you know, they, they played away in Philadelphia in game two. And they continue to play that way here in Miami. And I was proud of our team where we, we, we accepted the physicality in a way that 
I felt was technically fundamental. I thought we created leads well. I thought that, that, that we were strong with the ball. I thought that they didn't completely bend us over like they did in Philadelphia to end up with 12 turnovers only and still find a way to have 28 assists. And I think that five guys had four assists or more. Those are massive numbers and, and to me, statement numbers against a a very physical Miami Heat team. And so you asked the question about how do we respond. We did a pretty good job. We did better than we did in Philadelphia, and we're going to need to continue to improve handling their pressure. Brett, I know your young core guys, this is their first go-around in an NBA playoff scenario, but do you feel like Dario's experience internationally and in other high-level competitions has helped him thrive in this environment? I definitely do, and we've spoken a little bit about this in, in, in Philadelphia. You know, I, I know I, I, I coached in FIBA basketball for 17 years, and I know the environment that he has played in in FIBA basketball. You know, the, the EuroLeague is high-level basketball. Playing in the Olympic Games is high-level basketball. Playing in the European Championships, high-level basketball. World Championships, high-level basketball. He's been groomed since he was 14 to play basketball. He's from a basketball family. He, he has played, you know, not on our shores as much as I just said uh, internationally. And all those experiences have added up. And to him pretty much handling this moment like he's not phased by the moment and I thought tonight there was a toughness there was a skill package you could see the passion that 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 he had just with his facial expressions and his body language coming off the floor I thought he was fantastic tonight Sixers head coach Brett Brown after the 76ers take a 2-1 series lead over the Miami Heat winning tonight 128 108. Again, hello everybody. Devon Givens here for the Sixers postgame show on the Sixers radio network. The playoff edition as the 76ers again take a 2-1 series lead over the Miami Heat winning 128-108. The big story, of course, center, injured center, Joel Embiid back in the lineup for the Philadelphia 76ers. The masked man, if you will. Contributing 30 minutes and 21 seconds of play. 5 of 11 from the floor. 10 of 15 from the free throw line. Very active overall. Very aggressive, even though he did have to play through the mask with the goggles attached to the mask. So a a different, unique thing for the All-Star Center in his first game back uh, since the injury at the end of March. And, of course, this being also his first time in the postseason on the floor for the Philadelphia 76ers. He contributed 23 points, seven rebounds, and four assists. Three block shots altered many more. Three turnovers, as to be expected, with the first time being back on the floor for Joel Embiid. But all in all, a really good contribution from Embiid in this win. You can see the impact that he has both offensively and defensively for this Philadelphia 76ers basketball team. A great team win on the road after what they experienced in Game 2 back home at the center. Again, looking at what the team overall did, Dario Scharch, as you just heard, head coach Brett Brown discuss the importance of his international basketball play and how it now translates into the NBA playoffs, not phased by it at all. And you can see in the 30 minutes of action from Dario Scharch doing so many different things to help contribute to this win, whether it's scoring the 21 points, defending the ball, 
overall where he picked up three personal fouls, very good defense, and that's been something that we've seen in the growth in the two seasons that he's been in the National Basketball Association, just the growth from last season to this season. Not a great defender, but a very good and willing team defender, adding seven rebounds, four assists. We know about his passing when he's able to find open teammates or even throw teammates open overall in during in the offense. A great game by Dario Shars tonight, 7 of 17 from the floor, 4 of 7 from behind the three-point line, 3 of 4 free throws, 21 points total, three offensive rebounds, very key for the 76ers, and the 4 of 7 from behind the three-point line for Dario Shars. Another steady improvement from the second-year man, uh, in his second time, his second season with the Philadelphia 76ers. Big win, big team win for the Philadelphia 76ers with their mask man, Joel Embiid, back in the lineup. 128-108. Sixers take a 2-1 series lead. Game number four will be Saturday, 2.30 tip. Again, in Miami at American Airlines Arena. And we add before we take this quick break, do want to let you know, on the other side, we will reconnect back in Miami at American Airlines Arena with the man who called the game tonight. Night on the Sixers Radio Network, and that will be Tom McGinnis. Again, Sixers win 128-108. I'm Devon Givens. This is the post-game show here on the Sixers Radio Network. 128-108, Sixers victorious tonight over the Miami Heat in game number three of the Eastern Conference playoffs. First round matchup from American Airlines Arena in Miami. I'm Devon Givens. This is the Sixers post-game show here on the Sixers Radio Network as we do head back to Miami and reconnect with Tom McGinnis. And Tom, the big story, obviously, to start the game off and throughout most of the contest was Joel Embiid. Just a, a great performance again in his first playoff action overall and his first action for quite some time. No doubt about it. He made his impact in a number of ways. I thought initially his defense was just huge because Miami had a couple of forays into the lane, and he forced to travel on, I believe, Richardson, and then he blocked Winslow. And at the other end, he got fouls on Hassan Whiteside, basically took him out of the game. Whiteside got two early fouls, had to get out. And then Bam Adebayo came in, and they both ended up kind of in foul difficulty. And then Joel, and again, there you knew – there was going to be some awkward kind of out-of-sync moments, and I think that's true. And he would probably say that uh, when he speaks, and I would imagine he'd be on the podium very shortly as Eric Spolstra is up there now, the Miami coach, following Sixers coach Brett Brown as we speak here post-game in Miami. But then Joel got his legs underneath him, and uh, to make, I believe he had three threes, make his free throws, play through, you know, being the conditioning issue, which is totally different. You can do all you want, as we've heard over the years multiple times, off the court and get ready. And I watched him work so many times in Camden over the last couple of days at the Sixers training complex, and he put in a lot of work, but it's totally different being, uh, you know, banging on people, which you're not doing in simulated situations or shooting around, and then it's so physical. And then... Uh, you know, was really big in the second half. So a tremendous thing. And like I said, the longer this series goes, or if the Sixers are lucky enough to prevail in this first round and play further in the, into the playoffs, uh, I think the more and more we're going to get to see the guy who was just a, completely in rhythm and on a roll prior to his injury. He was one of a number of stellar performers by the Sixers tonight. 
Tom again is live from American Airlines Arena in Miami. Sixers win 128-108, take a 2-1 series lead over the Heat. Tom, when you spoke to Justin Anderson post game, I thought he made an interesting point while we're talking about Joel Embiid about how Embiid simply pointed out that he wanted to get back into the flow of what the team was doing and not forcing what he needed to do to get back into rhythm uh, since he's missed so much time. No, and if there was forcing, I think it was by the Sixers and sometimes Simmons, who, again, was great, but trying to throw the ball up to him in alley-oop situations. And, again, the timing was a little bit off. That's difficult. When you talk about a physical game, like it's rare that a player gets to go airborne unscathed and catch it and dunk it. You know what I mean? That We're just not seeing a lot of that. They don't give up easy plays like that at the rim, which, you know, an alley-oop play is an incredible athletic feat. But I just mean, like, where you're not going to get at least somebody pounding on you. So no doubt about it. And then uh, some of the other performances in this game, Marco Bellinelli was brilliant in the first half. You know, 18 threes, I mean, that that spelled the difference. The Sixers' defense was really good. It flattened out Miami off pick and roll late in the game, got a lot of stops, got a lot of they, – they punctuated them with defensive rebounds. And meanwhile, the Sixers kept scoring with 32 points in the final frame. And that – the recipe on the road is – Really difficult, but stops and scores is paramount. That's true in any game, and the Sixers were able to do it and close out this game in emphatic fashion and and take it two games to one lead as a result. Tom, individually, we've seen Dario Scharch, of course, at the end of the year with the elbow injury, not necessarily be himself out there on the floor. First two, first three games now of this playoff series against the Miami Heat, he's gotten back into that flow of being the Dario Scharch that we've seen the entire season, starting for the Philadelphia 76ers. He was fantastic tonight with his 21 points and really good defense overall in 30 minutes of play. He really was, and he's he gets open threes, and he's worked so hard on not just putting more arc on the shot, but getting loaded. The Sixers actually have a four-point line on their court at the practice facility. It's more for the purpose of not, well, someday there'll be four-point shooting in the end. It's not that. It's start there and step to the three-point line, and Dario's really emphasized that. And when you do that, you load more, and then you're able to get your lower body into that uh, the process of then extending with your right hand and getting a higher arc on that ball. And, you know, he gets open, open threes on swings. In other words, pass, pass, open three on the opposite side. And then when Joel's not in there, we've all seen his ability. And he's not he, – he's having difficulty getting around James Johnson, but he makes enough plays in there. He clogs up the middle. He's As Coach Brown said, you could see it on his face, the intensity, the passion. He's a guy you want on your ball club every single day of the week and twice on Sunday. He's just a great competitor. And the fact that he's only in his second, second season in the NBA belies his overall experience, which was pointed out in one of those post-game press conference answers. Great team win with the team going up 2-1. Back at it on Saturday afternoon. Like you said, a different start time, but hey, get it done early so you guys can head back to Philadelphia, hopefully with a 3-1 advantage. Right. Well, and it doesn't matter in the playoffs. You know, you just got to kind of gear your pregame routine. Mm -hmm. It's the intensity. And uh, forget when we get home or anything like that. It's really more about trying to bring the intensity that you brought here into this game. This is a huge, huge battle. And so the Sixers, this game is a Coming up is as important, obviously, as any game in the series. So, uh, you know, the Sixers were able to prevail on Saturday. And, again, it's going to be a basketball battle royale 
they'll take a commanding lead. But on the other hand, if Miami evens the series, then it becomes a mini three-game series with two of those games in Philadelphia. So great win tonight. But as I said, the Sixers have got to keep this in check. And it sounded like that. You talked about Justin Anderson. That was maybe his main underlying theme in his conversation with us. And that is, and now we got to move on. And so great job tonight, Devon. We thank you. A privilege to be here. Just an incredible playoff atmosphere and a great night for the Sixers. You got it. Tom McGinnis again live from American Airlines Arena. Tom, we'll talk to you on Saturday. All right. Thanks, Devon. Tom McGinnis again joining us uh, for the postgame show here on Sixers Radio Network as the Sixers pick up their second win of the series in the seven game series three played two one advantage for the home team 128 108 great contribution from so many others six players in double figures Robert Covington with 11 points he struggled a little bit early on missed free throw pardon me missed layup also a a turnover side out of bounds uh, where it looked like it was going to be something uh, didn't think it was going to be really trouble, but it turned out to uh, really not mean much later on. But overall, good to see him get a three-pointer at the end. Maybe that will open things up for him later on in the series, maybe even as early as Saturday. J.J. Redick, 10 points on the evening, 4 of 9 from the floor for his 10, only one three-pointer and 5 of attempts. Got to the free throw line, making the one that was, of course, on a three-point make and, a, and an and one. And also, when you look at the bench the contribution, Marco Bellinelli with 21 points off the bench in 32-plus minutes, 7 of 13 from the floor, 4 of 8 from behind the three-point line, three free throws, four rebounds, five assists. So not just the scoring for Marco Bellinelli. He contributed in other ways to help lead the 76ers to a 128-108 victory uh, tonight over the Miami Heat. On the other side, we'll get to the highlights called by the man, Tom McGinnis, right here on the Sixers Radio Network. Sixers take a 2-1 series lead over the Miami Heat, 128-108 as they defeat the Miami Heat in Miami in game number three. Big team win, huge team win for this basketball team next up Saturday in Miami, 2.30 start time. But before that, we go back to how they got to this victory tonight over the Miami Heat. Things got off to a start of T. Tyler Johnson show, if you will. Tyler Johnson getting it off to a very good start for the Miami Heat, making a 3-0 lead for them. J.J. Redick counters with a 3-2 score at that time. Dario Scharch getting into the mix. The same for Covington as Robert Covington gets a layup earlier and then one from behind the arc. Simmons with it. Sixers, I think, are pressing a little on offense. Ball batted out to Covington. Three ball left side and good. Huge shot by Robert Covington. One of Covington's two threes on the night that made it 16-15 Miami early on. Marco Bellinelli inserted early in the first quarter as he is quite often. Gets a three-pointer and the foul. Converts the free throw to make it 21-18 uh, Philadelphia at that point. But then Marco Bellinelli again during a Sixers 10-0 run. Converts again from behind the three-point line. Tracked down by Bellinelli. Nine to shoot. Sixers ball outside right. Marco from well beyond the arc. He made it from Gibascade. No doubt. He just shot it off a cruise ship and in. Marco Bellinelli with his second three. And the Sixers with a nine-point lead. 10-0 run there for the 76ers. Then, of course, 
the Irsan Ilyasova three-pointer. A little while later, it makes it a 30-21 Sixers lead. Amir Johnson gets a lay-in to make it 32-21, 15-3 run for the Sixers at that point. But the Miami Heat countered with a 12-3 run to make it a 37-33 score at the end of one. Starting the second quarter off, Justin Anderson, when you talk this time again, his post-game, he got into the mix with the three-pointer earlier. But Ben Simmons, an overall solid game, uh, gets into the lane for a layup. Here's Simmons behind his back down the lane. Right hand scoop. What a play by Ben Simmons. Driving through three members of the heat and at the very end striding purposely with a right hand laying on white side. Behind the back split the defense 42-38 with a tough layup for Ben Simmons. Justice Winslow follows things up with a three-pointer to give the Miami Heat a three-point advantage, 46-33. Back and forth, it was a lot of good defense in the first half. Second quarter in particular is a back-and-forth affair with the Miami Heat and the Philadelphia 76ers. They fade away from Ben Simmons, made it 48-46. A little bit later on, Justice Winslow, as we talked about, got it going from behind the arc. Josh Richardson screens for Dragic outside left Dragic with the right hand dribble Amir and Marco are there into the corner Winslow he shoots the three over Simmons and that's good here's something you got to close out on Justice Winslow he's now made four threes in the game four of six from behind the arc for Justice Winslow uh, in the second quarter by the end of the second quarter he had 19 points and get this Nothing in the second half. Good defense, good adjustment by the 76ers to shut down the leading score for the Miami Heat in the first half. Then, of course, Ben Simmons gets it going. Also, Darius Sharks with the three to make it 57-55, a personal seven seven in a row for Dario Sharks. Joel Embiid, kind of quiet early on in the first from behind the arc, but then he got his touch from deep. Here's the Sixers in the second quarter with a bead for three. The tie is good. Joel Embiid trying to silence the crowd as he puts his right index finger to his mouth and the crowd jeering and booing him. That's following a Josh Richardson three for the Miami Heat to give them a three-point advantage. And, of course, again, Joel Embiid with a three to tie it up, 61-61. Joel Embiid then gets a lay-in and a foul, did not make the free throw. That made it 63-62 Philadelphia, but a basket by Miami. Uh, to close out the second quarter from Bam Adebayo gave the Miami Heat a 64-63 lead going into the break. Starting things off in the third quarter, J.J. Redick with an and one, 67 766 Miami charge converts another three to make it 7169 Miami but then Ben Simmons strong down the lane for a ferocious finish Six is going right to left Dario steps into an open three but it's blocked at the last second by James Johnson Dario to Ben Simmons throws it down and hopefully that'll settle the Sixers as Simmons with a monstrous throwdown couldn't get the lead but they kept it Kept it close, kept countering with the basket to make sure they stayed close to the Miami Heat. That made it 73-71 Miami. And B with another three to tie it up at 78-78. Dario Scharch and Marco Bellinelli also with three-pointers. But T.J. McConnell gave a little burst of energy to the Philadelphia 76ers as they close out the third quarter in Miami. Eight seconds to go here in the third. Here's McConnell on the drive. Nobody stops him. He bursts in and gets a layup. And T.J. McConnell scores it. And a foul on the heat. 
You never know where it's going to come from. One minute it might be Markel Fultz. Tonight it was T.J. McConnell. He finished the night off the bench with uh, five minutes and 29 seconds, but five points and three key points right there to close out the third. 96-94 lead for the Sixers after three. J.J. Redick starts off the quarter again with a layup to make it 100-94. The Sixers really got it going. Irsan Ilyasova with the key bucket. Covington out to Ersan. Ilyasova for three. It's up. And good! Ersan Ilyasova pours in a three. And the 76ers lead by eight. 103-95. Ersan Ilyasova high arcing triple his second three in the game. Key bucket there for the veteran big man Ilyasova with eight points on the night. Two of three from behind the three-point line. Ben Simmons in close for a basket to make it 107-99. Embiid then banks a shot, a jumper from right around the a little past the free-throw line to give the Sixers a 114-105 lead. But the big one for Embiid came uh, a few seconds later as he stood out there on the perimeter and knocked one down. Shot clock at nine. Sixers got to get into this possession a little quicker. On the left side of Bede, he dropped it. James Johnson's on him. Joel shoots a three, and it's good. Joel and Bede stepping out and knocking down a three. The big man is back in a big way. Good to see that from Embiid tonight from behind a three-point line. Three of four for uh, his uh, May baskets tonight from behind a three-point line. 23 points, 5 of 11 from the field overall. Adding seven boards, four assists, three block shots in his 30 minutes and 21 seconds of play. Overall, great team win by the Philadelphia 76ers, shooting 50% from the floor, 41 of 81 from the field, 18 of 34, tying a franchise record set in game one of this very series against the Miami Heat. That's good for 52.9%, so 53 overall. Getting to the free throw line 37 times, knocking down 28. You would like to see that go up a little more. 75% from the team overall. Five of those misses from Joel Embiid. You would think with more time on the floor now that he's back, he will convert those free throws as the series and hopefully the playoffs go on even longer into the spring. 41 total rebounds for the 76ers. Winning in that category, 35 for the Miami Heat. We always speak of it. Tom McGinn has mentioned it. 28 assists on 41 made baskets. So, as we always point out when we talk about this very stat, not a lot of one-on-one action. Just straight up ball movement by the team getting the best shot possible for the team overall. And another key stat on the night for the 76ers, 12 total turnovers. 15 points for Miami off of those turnovers, but they made sure they protected the basketball, not giving Miami any opportunity to really get things going in the fast break area for them tonight. They had 20 fast break points, but it was just simply more off of misses and not turnovers where they get early kick-aheads where they are allowed to get out in the open floor and just simply run that way to their baskets. Very physical game overall tonight. Technical fouls for Anderson, Simmons, and Bellinelli for the Sixers. Wade, Johnson, and Drogic for the Heat. Uh, So very, very physical series, very physical game. Sixers countered the physicality in the second half by looking at what you saw tonight in the second half defensively, specifically in the fourth quarter, a 32-14 frame in the fourth. That matches what Miami did by imposing their physical way of the 76ers in game number two in Philadelphia where they had a 34-13 to advantage in the second quarter to turn the game in favor of Miami. The Sixers did the same tonight in Miami with a 32-14 to 
quarter in the fourth to close out the game. Good win overall. Very good team win as the 76ers go to Miami, take game three with now a 2-1 to advantage in a seven-game series. Back at it on Saturday, 2.30 start for game number four. You can hear that, of course, right here on the Sixers Radio Network. For Tom McGinnis and Brian Seltzer in Miami, Tyler Zuli and Alan Yates here back at the Sixers Radio Network studios. I'm Devon Givens. Once again, Sixers win 128-108. If you're listening on 97.5 The Fanatic, our sister, our home for the Sixers Radio Network, I will be with you in just a few minutes, carrying you until midnight, taking your phone calls at 610-632-0975. Huge win for the Sixers. 2-1 series lead. We'll talk about it next on The Fanatic, and we'll catch up with you, of course, on Saturday, starting right around 2.20 for your pregame coverage on the Sixers Radio Network. Have a good night. I'll talk to you in a minute here on Sixers Radio Network. Following the Sixers' win, Tom McGinnis had a chance to catch up with one of the players afterwards. Justin, thank you so much. You guys got to be really fired up. Huh? Your thoughts after this one? Uh, great win. We all came together. We had each other's back. We knew that we had to split, and uh, we had to find a way to do it. So uh, for us to do it the first game is awesome, and now we got to start preparing and getting our bodies and focus ready for this next one. Justin, you came in to guard Wade, and uh, you did a great job. You ended up with those technicals. This was a physical game, and in many sense, you guys met their physicality, right? Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it's been physical from the jump, and it's something that, you know, the first couple games I got an opportunity to sit down and watch how the game was being played and how it was being officiated. And, uh, you know, both teams have been doing a great job of being physical and running their sets and executing. Um, So I knew that when I stepped foot on the court and got my opportunity, I had to make sure that I bring a level of toughness, uh, edge, and and soundness and make sure I I made the right plays. And I just wanted to continue to stay ready and when my number was called, perform. I've watched you shoot thousands of jumpers, and it paid off tonight with these big two threes in this game. Right? Yeah. And you guys shot the ball well outside the arc tonight. 18 threes. Again, that's tying the franchise record. How about Joel? Speaking of shooting, how about Joel and how he played tonight? Big time. Uh, For him to respond in his first game back after – missing, what, 18 games or whatever the case may be. I have no clue what it was. Uh, but for him to come and respond to his first playoff game with that type of performance and not giving up, he didn't demand the ball. Um, he kept saying, I want to keep playing through the team. I want to keep playing the way that we've been playing. And uh, he's just an unbelievable dude, all about his team. And, uh, you know, one of, we got our leader back, so it feels good. And like I said, we, were, we just want to focus on this next game, game four. All right, Justin, thank you so much. Congratulations. Thank you. Justin Anderson. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.